Hey, uh, hey, cool cat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. It's uh, another episode of uh, Casually Christian uh, presented by um, live stream my event. And um, we have Emmanuel behind the, you know, the, the scenes and his wife, uh, Monique, uh, behind the laptop for, you know, <laughs> to give us the Google search. Um, <laughs> so we're all connected on the Internet. And today, uh, today's topic, uh, let's see, today's topic is uh, male patterned baldness. And the women that love it. Oh yeah, sounds yeah. Like no, 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 sounds no. like a George Costanza <laughs> kind yeah, of show. Yeah, uh, very uh, Jerry Seinfeld esque. <laughs> uh, but now today um, we're doing uh, the topic today is uh, chat box. No chat box. You just chat lost. Box. You just lost all your views. I know. <laughs> you just I lost. You just lost all your views. Nah, Chatbot, which is an AI, right? Uh, Artificial intelligence. Chatter robot. Yeah. Chatter robot. Chatter robot. And yeah. I have my guest. Uh, Steve Palacios, we've been friends since uh, what the tenth grade? Uh, well, yeah, uh, the summer after um, the yeah. summer before tenth grade. So summer, summer yeah. ninety nine. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all the cool cats. Yeah, um, but yeah, we've been friends cool. since uh, nineteen ninety nine, and um, we got along with each other. I mean, obviously, we're we're still friends after all this time, and yeah. uh, every time we sit down, we always we just talk, and time just it's seems to fly nothing. by. Nothing. So um, nothing. You know. So that's why I brought him in because he has a lot of insight about this uh, new nothing. technology. You, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, that's not that's not what you want to say. Like I don't know anything about this, but um, but yeah. Um, so Steve, um, just introduce yourself. Whatever uh, you know, like, what have you been up to since this whole quarantine thing happened? You're working from home. Uh yeah. It's like uh, you're like all sweating. Oh my, yeah. It's like Christian forced me to be here. I was trying for the past hour to get out of here, as you can tell. But yeah, well, here we are. Yeah, he's chained up. <laughs> you can see the. Um, well, you can't see them because they digitally edited them out. But I'm, I'm. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. Oh, okay. I, you know. <laughs> You can't tell he's got this mountain. Anyway, not okay, look okay. What have you been up to since the quarantine, dude? Nah, I mean, besides besides first being down when all that shit went down, when all this stuff went down, um, you know, I've just been working, you know, my work changed. It's boring, you know, boring stuff. Just working a lot. I'm working on some machine some machine learning stuff uh, for what I do at my job, which is really exciting. I really like, I really like what so, I do So, like, there, what's your job? Like, what do you do? And so... It's so, just very simple. It's very simple. It's just a data analyst. So, data so analyst. So, in, in the most simplest terms i'm a data analyst data okay. analyst um but the thing is we're getting so much data now with with spam spam robocalls so we we uh we're getting a lot more coming in i mean it actually slowed down a little bit during the pandemic but they made an update uh to our system which is uh recognizing a lot more than we did before and so they need somebody to be full-time on the project somebody awesome. who can uh analyze the data coming in and quickly classify it and uh so um so they, uh, that they sounds did. very complicated. So <laughs> it was very frustrating, and the, the people they had before in the past who were doing it part time, you know, you know, they enjoyed that much, but they, you know, they they did it, and I was trying to, I didn't enjoy it either. I mean, at first because it was a lot of work, it's too much was coming in, so I knew there had to be a faster way to do it, and that's what the are you like? Are you the manager in this? So so technic, so um, so no one's they it's so. It, so I, I technically, uh, technically, I guess I can say it now. They never actually uh, said it, but um, they said I'm basically. It's like it's unofficial, but you know what you're doing. A, I'm, I'm unofficially, like yeah, okay. I'm unofficially the manager of okay. this new department that they're creating. So that, that's what the CEO, the CEO told me, and so basically mm. I'm just working under the CEO, and he said they're trying to build this new department for, um, uh, you know, managing all the from the ground locals. up, huh? From yeah. the ground up. So they're basically or, or? made, you know, just trying to put me in charge of trying to create something. Uh, 
that helps them better classify these robocalls. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been doing it full-time since March. And uh, right when the pandemic happened, I got full-time the, the Monday, the first week that the pandemic started. And I've been doing that ever since. And I just okay. came up with a breakthrough this past week, mm-hmm. which allowed me to classify these robocalls. Because about, about 300 come in a day, and it's really hard to get through them in one um in one day, if you're just eyeballing them, you know, doing it by eyeball. So I was trying to come up yeah. with the uh, uh, like a machine learning algorithm that helps me do them a lot faster. And I finally, yeah. I finally got it down last week. And, That's really cool, man. And I was like, for the first time in like three months, I've been caught up <laughs> with everything. Um, I mean, there's a lot more in my job that I have to do, but yeah. with this one aspect no, as far it. as you know, initially classifying. Hey, they were they were yeah. impressed, right? When you told your bosses about well, that. Well, I haven't told them. Oh yet yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> I haven't told yeah, them just yet. Been digging around now. Because uh, <laughs> the main goal is to they're just trying to, uh, um, like, uh, fine tune. It's not the word to use, but basically fine. You can use it. Oh. Fine tune them in a in a way where they're not just classified which what type of robocall there are. They have. We also have, um, you know, this other uh, segment where there's, like, campaigns, you know. Every yeah. type is also separated. But the mi- majority campaigns. of the, yeah. the robocalls, it's, like, that number or that, that whatever algorithm that, that it recognizes, right? So they already had an algorithm in place that recognizes uh, robocalls that were um, that were a lot like the ones that we've already classified. But anything that's under 80% uh, match... Uh, goes to this uh, database as mm-hmm. uh, unapproved. Where that's the ones I have to look at. It just like so spits them out. Anywhere like, about 250 to 300 a day come in um, that are unrecognized, that mm-hmm. are under the 80% threshold. So that I have to go through it, and so it was a lot. It's a headache, and you yeah. know, and it's like it's a headache, and unless so, you have some kind of, you know, like you know, did he have like a template to create that, or he just you created that from the well, ground up? Well, I just, or? I just, you know, you, you can watch YouTube. You down nowadays? No, I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch <laughs> you know, that. Nah. I know. It took me a few months to really start um, diving deep into these machine learning, machine learning algorithms, and you know, um, and it took a while for them to click. You know, it does take a while. Anything that has to do with computer programming. Well, how long do you think? How long did it take you to click? How how long when you're watching that? Like just like well, two weeks. I'll, I'll figure month? one thing out, and then it leads me to another thing, and which um, leads me to another. So rabbit hole. Another. So there's a lot of things I had to I had um. to figure out. You know, perfectly um, for everything to fall into place, and so. Uh, this past week, actually, you know, I, I got everything in just the right way, which allows me to do my job a, w- a lot faster. I don't even, I can't even know the, how many times faster, but basically, like, what took, what would take me where I couldn't even get through, mm-hmm. well, at the end of the day, I would always be left with, I'd still be left with about 200 or more. It, do you have, like, um, coming, you know? do you have, like, a board in your room? Like a mad scientist, where like you're creating like all these like yeah, it's on the floor. I haven't hung up. I try, I'm trying to no hang for real. Everything. You do. I'm trying not to hang everything on my walls in my new apartment, but I do have a board and that that's on the floor leaning against the wall. <laughs> do you have like strings where it's attached? <laughs> no, I never went that far. <laughs> you know, but the board does help. You know, because if you're seeing it, if it's written and you look at it every day, it helps helps it to click. Because otherwise, you know, if you don't look at it every day, you forget it, and then you're like, yeah. ah. And then it gets tiring it's, to have to look it up. It's out of sight, out of mind type yeah, of thing, right? Yeah, and it's, it's just frustrating to have to look it up every time. But if you have it written down, it's in visual. You just view it. It's in your, you know, peripheral every day. You just, you know, you memorize it a lot easier. And so things I, th- start to, I think this uh, is really why you quick. got that job is because, like, you knew about Chatbot, right? Like, yeah, that, like, they knew that I, I was – they knew that I had my own website, yeah. cyberkins.com, uh-huh. which is a, it's a social network for chatbots. So a lot of people don't use it because a lot of people don't know what chatbots are. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's like since we're that we just got into the topic, yeah. uh, can you tell like, tell us like what is chatbot? 
Like, so like just for, short for, for somebody, like, just explain it to a five-year-old. <laughs> You're right, <laughs> like, chatbot. <laughs> like, go click, click, response yeah. here. Yeah. No, but yeah, chatbot's basically, you just, you're trying to make the computer act like a person. It goes all the way back into Alan Turing, who was a pioneer in the subject. Alan Turing wrote a paper back in 1950 uh, about these uh, these uh, chatter, uh, chatter robots. He didn't call them chatbots back then. Uh, he didn't call them chatter robots either. Uh, he called him, um, I'm not sure if he used the term thinking machine, he, he used a different term, but basically the idea was the same, where you're trying to build a computer that mimics a human so much, it tricks a human into thinking the computer is actually a real person. Mm-hmm. So it makes the person think that they're actually talking to a real person, and really, it's just a computer that's getting automated responses back to them that are so uh, relatable that the person... Is indis- it's indistinguishable. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so basically, he, 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 uh, Alan Turing defined artificial intelligence as uh, being able to trick a person into thinking a human uh, a, a computer that, uh, like, yeah, was human because he believed that it, as long as a computer can trick a human into thinking that it was uh, uh, that a computer was human, um, then uh, it passes the artificial intelligence test, which is known today as a Turing test. Uh, well, that's one type of artificial <coughs> intelligence test. Like how many steps is that the test? Or like, is it like long? So list they, they actually have this. Is every there something like you could like kind of like say right they now? They have it like every year. Yeah, there's yeah. There's, 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 uh, there's a few tests they have every year. There's, there's one that's more you know, popular than the others, where basically they have um, they have people chatting with computers, and uh, one of them is actually the person. One of them. One test is a person. So they, it's like a psychology experiment. You know, they have two. They have the the, the A and the B, and you know, um, one person is chatting with a, with another person. But the person chatting thinks it's a computer, uh, or is told it could be a person or a computer, and they have to decide whether it's one or the other. Yeah. And another person is chatting with something that is a computer, and then they have to decide whether it's one yes. or the other. And if it goes to where um, a person thinks the computer is actually a real person, then that program uh, passed the Turing test. You know, sometimes you have intervals too where it's multiple persons talking to the same program. And that people think it's a real computer, and there are tricks around doing this. Alan Turing even laid it out in his uh, research paper. And the one uh, program that actually passed the Turing test did exactly like Alan Turing described to do it right. um, in his paper, and that's the one that actually passed the Turing test. Where if you get a computer to to say he is like a, like a 13 year old boy yeah. or 11 year old boy, somewhere like like a teenage boy, and so that way people think that oh the mistakes must be because they're just a, a an adolescent or they're you know they're not they make typos and they don't know how to answer these questions. Mm-hmm. That's why he doesn't know how to answer me correctly because he's just like a t- uh, anywhere from 10 to 13 year old boy. He's not, oh, that's why, you know, it's not because he's a computer, it's because he just doesn't know about what I'm talking about. And that's what somebody did and it caused uh, people testing that program to think it was a actual 10 to 13 year old boy and not a computer. When I think it's very easy. I mean, people are catfishing people. So like, I, don't, I think that's people... I don't know. I, I think that um, it doesn't surprise me that people get mis- they mistake a robot to to a person. You know what I mean? Because as soon as yeah, it, it sort of connects to that person, then yeah, they start building exactly. that personality on the other. A lot eye. of you know people. I mean? A lot of people think, or you know, like emotions can't be attached to like like robots or artificial intelligence. But that is 
you you find that to be completely false, especially when you watch a movie. You you have these fictional characters. That yeah, man. Things, like it causes you to cry. Yeah. You, you're so invested in these characters who aren't even real. They're just projections on a the screen. They're basically holograms, you know, on a screen. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if you can have that kind of emotional attachment to a, a hologram that's being projected onto a screen, you know, imagine if it was a physical like robot. You know, people yeah, can like definitely to you people or, can you know. definitely have emotional connections with things that are artificial and. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true, man. Because like I'm, I, you know, I watch movies and I know it's it's fake, you know. But <laughs> you watch these stories and you get so invested in the story yeah. that you start feeling your heart rate racing because of the suspense and all that. Yeah. But you tell, I tell myself, it's like this is just a fucking movie. What am I? <laughs> why? Why am I like? Why am I sweating? Why am I? Why is my heart beating? But like, yeah. if that's just the movie that's not tailored to you, it's just a story. But if if there's a robot, like an artificial intelligence, that's like they're catered to, like you know, be uh, like a nurse or like a friend. Because imagine, then, like it, like you start getting attached to it. Yeah, because because a robot can definitely remember, you know, like well, a program, you know, a program, you know, written the right way can definitely remember events that you tell it if it's programmed that way. It can even it can even bring back events like it could, a, a program can say, oh, remember that time you said this and this and this. Yeah somebody reading that it sounds just like it could be a real person and you get invested you know and a lot of people who don't have you know you know that many friends or can relate kind of those kinds of experiences with some with someone else that's that's you know you know actually a human being would be emotionally invested in this program and imagine that that date the database of that program just being erased and gone it's like the death of a you know, a person or somebody who yeah. knows a lot about you, or you know, or that you can talk to and could relate to, and so, so it's like it's, I could definitely see how people could get emotionally invested in, in artificial intelligence. Um, how could you hear him? Like, yeah, it's perfect. Okay, good. Um, what made you get into like chatbots? Like, what do you mean? Like, because like, there has to be. You just can't wake up. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna start creating. Uh, I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna create a program. Yeah, like, yeah it's like chatbots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there had, there had to be like a, like a story or a person or an event. That made you get into that, and you know I don't think yeah. he ever told me that. Well, I mean the apocalypse is coming. As long as I'm on their side. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, just... All hail the <laughs> robot lord. <laughs> no, no. What really was is I was I was studying psychology in college, and um, and I didn't know I didn't want to be a psychologist. I knew that, but I knew I knew I loved the subject matter, and so I didn't know I was trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, and then I discovered this field called cognitive uh, psychology, mm. which is basically all about building models about on how the way the mind processes information. And I was like, and the way to do that is uh, on the computer. Uh, and that really struck me. And then because I was, because I had this idea too, where where it was like, oh, I'm learning all these things that are fresh in my mind, and I could just recite them right off the bat. But then, like 10 or 20 years down the line, they're not as fresh, and I'm not. I, I might forget everything that I I really liked now. But if I, you know, database them on a computer in a way where it's a conversational format, like yeah. a person, it could be like I'm building, you know, a personality, a personality right? yeah. that knows all these things that I that I always knew, and, you know, that I can recite them the way I, I would always wish I. You know, what's could, that? What's so that? What's that, like what's that Android that has like thing. doesn't have like, like she's like considered a person now and she wants to have a baby. Like what's the like what's yeah, that robot? Um, do, do you know that? Like I mean, do you know the name? Um, oh, that. You know, I forgot the name. Oh, Sophia. There we go. I think it's Sophia. Sophia. I think it is Sophia. I'm pretty sure it is because that's the most popular one that's kind of going around right now. So I, I could be another one, but Sophia is a really popular name that is given to an AI that's. That's a lot of people consider a publicity stunt, but, it, you know, it. Uh, I really don't know the actual sophistication of how they program that, you know, robot. Um, but, 
you know, there could because it it could be somebody just like kind of like feeding her lines, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you know. yeah, you know, just like like IBM sometimes sometimes I get skeptical, you know, when IBM does those uh, those contests. Uh, I think um, when they when there was a chess experiment and then the uh, the Go experiment, I think that was IBM. Right? And then, well, um, what's the Go experiment? That's us. The cool. Go. So oh, the you, Go. Have you heard of the game called Go? Nah. That was a major breakthrough, and that blew my mind. And a lot of people didn't even know about what what it was. So it, I was like, so before it even happened, a few years before it happened, every, um, a lot of people who were studying artificial intelligence uh, were saying that it would be a while before an AI can pass the game Go because the game there's this game called Go, which is really, it's, it, it, it's deceivingly simple. You know, it looks pretty simple. It's, it's a really ancient game, too. It's been around for, it's one of the oldest games, you know, that's been around. Kind of like the Oregon Trail? <laughs> <laughs> Not but, older or kind but of? But older, they say it's older than Checkers. You know, oh, Oregon shit. Chess, so, so that's, <laughs> oh, okay, it's, it's older than Oregon It's a board okay, game. It's a checkered right. board game, which is black and white pieces, and it's older than Checkers and Chess. It's been around forever, and but it's really complex. It requires a lot of tuition. It's uh, there, There's no way you can diagram all the moves, you know, uh, every single move that would be the best move to make in every single position, and so they and so there was a cha- there was like this challenge that they were, people were saying it would be a long time before an AI could be the best Go championship. And then a so few where years, was that? Well, like what, what year was that? So that was about two thousand. Well, I found out about this about two thousand twelve, uh, around that time. So it was and then about a year or two later, uh, oh, okay. it could have been maybe two or three years later somewhere. Um, then a computer beat. Uh, Beat the world champion at Go, um, and uh, it was unbelievable. It was weird. They got a computer to really uh, do that beat, you know. And they and it was using, um, yeah, using all the all the cool. Stuff. <laughs> so like the chat box is like you create a personality, like say Einstein, right? Like or like or some historical person, and you create like a personality. And you can ask them questions, right? I remember you telling me something yeah, like that, right? You could do that. So that's what I originally what I was doing was I wanted to get all the great. So I wrote a program on my website. So if you were to make a chatbot at cyberkins.com, you could go make your account uh, uh, based on a real person in the past by just copying and pasting the text of that person. There's a there's a place when you first make an account where you could do that, um, and it'll break down all the text uh, sentence by sentence as a re- using those as a response. So that it's like when you ask it something, it'll find the most relatable sentence. It will, like, that will person speak said. to you, or is it like something that's just kind of like it just out it just has a, it just it's just written out. You know, it is possible okay. to have the audio come out. Oh, I haven't recorded yeah. that, and you I, I do have a feature on there where you could uh, record your voice and use that in the response when you talk. To record your voice; it'll also transcribe it, and so when it plays back, it'll play back your voice with the transcribed response um, uh, as the response in your chatbot. So I do have that feature, you know, but. Yeah, chatbots are still fairly new. I mean, I, I launched that website back in 2014, I think, like 2014, um, and uh, no one's really used it. I don't advertise it much. So, at like, usually. So, <laughs> do you think the chat box has like real like world bases? Like, you know, and like people could well, actually yeah. use. Like, yeah, right. Like, well, well, yeah. Wait, 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 well, besides creating like a teacher. Like, like, see, this is the way. I, this is what I see, and I believe it to be true. And uh, I really strongly believe this is the future. Whereas every teacher is going to have their chatbot. Every professor mm-hmm. is going to have their own chatbot. So they're going to be replaceable? <laughs> so no. So a chatbot can't replace a teacher because oh. a teacher does need to have a more focused uh, with a, in conversation with the student. But what a chatbot can do is uh, you can make a chatbot to ask the most basic questions. So it'll be like an assistant, like a Google, yeah, like a Siri so or something like every that. Cha- so every, teacher, every professor, every teacher is going to have a chatbot as their TA. So That's the chatbot cool. is going to be 
the TA, and it, it could even be a TA to the that's TA. That's so fucking you know? cool. That's like but Star that's, Trek shit, man. But that's you know? where basically it's at. Like you can ask a chapa like a very uh, straightforward question that uh, you might have missed in class yeah. instead of emailing it to the professor, the professor or the TA, and have somebody having to do go through the emails or you know and having responses. So you just have it in the chatbot. Yeah. You know, most common way, most common questions of the class, and then. Do you um, think a chat box could also be, like, an assistant for, like, say, like, like an executive or, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, one of the major uses people are trying to apply them to is uh, is healthcare. So healthcare is the number... is one of the number one uh, places for that people are trying to apply chat box because it's one of the most complex things to understand is your, your health insurance and how that works and uh, one of the most uh, requested... Uh, you know, sought out, you know, yeah, for information. Yeah, people just constantly calling and constantly asking questions. So, yeah. healthcare is one of the number one uses for chatbots, yeah. and uh, especially, like, you know, anything that comes with legal issues as well. Um, so, those are the two main uh, markets. Um, and, you know, I, I think education, as well. I put education right, right below those ones. Um, but as soon as we get something that's uh, pretty useful for healthcare and right now I'm also in another project that's trying to build a chatbot to help with uh, HR so we're trying to build an HR chatbot so um, and that's another you know way uh, chatbots will be useful is uh, people will have questions uh, instead of going uh, maybe they're embarrassed to go to HR a chatbot mm -hmm. can help uh, answer certain questions that people might be embarrassed to go yeah because it doesn't space. it doesn't yeah. spread rumors yeah exactly. you know what I mean so um, you know yeah so and HR is supposed to be more professional so what what but, companies uh, off the top of your head or if you do know they, that uses Chatbot. So not top of my head, you know. I don't know. I mean, can you pull out your phone and just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not sure. you know. No, but but are there, there are companies that are using that or? Yeah, there, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm sure there is. I really don't know any off okay. the top of my head. I can't name. That's cool. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but really, you think about where AI is going. Like, there's no stopping it. You know, it's getting better and better I think every single year. This week, it said that uh, artificial intelligence is going just faster than the speed of light. I don't know if you if you had read that headline or if you read that article. Well, I don't know how you would. Uh, I, I I don't know, but that's I mean, like I read <laughs> that you, I read it's that. Kind of vague, and if you ask me. Well, I didn't read the article. I just like I just. I mean, like, I click like. Moore's law. Like, Moore's law is the basic standard for how fast technology uh, you know progresses. So Moore's law basically states that it doubles every one or two years. You know, one or two years, uh, technology will will double in the um, in the amount of. Uh, it was originally for hardware and processor speed, you know, but. It's also so it can be applied to software as well, um, and that's kind of like where the standard is is how technology uh, progresses. So it is like a, it is kind of like a uh, exponential. Technology is exponentially it's exponential and it grows exponentially every single year. And there's even a famous uh, technologist called Ray Kurzweil who predicts that this exponential uh, you know curve in technology will reach a singularity. A singularity mm -hmm. is where it moves so fast, it progresses so fast, there's no way we can we be able to keep up with it. The only way would be to, to merge with technology or like bio biologically merging with technology in order to, to keep up with the progression of technology. But he says that's gonna happen by the year twenty forty five. And he said that's a modest estimate, which means it'll probably happen before the year yeah. twenty forty five. Um, but he says he believes uh, and it will happen by then. And Ray Kurzweil has been a very uh, credible source when it comes to uh, the progression of technology and what where things will be the, uh, a few years down the line. Especially since he, you know, he used to be one of the heads at DARPA, you know, which is like the government technology. Yeah. And then he was also at Google. I think he still is at Google. You know, in working with there. So he's been one of the heads in these major technology, you know, 
uh, organizations, and so um, and it's because of his reputation. He's been making these theories since like the 80s, if not not earlier, maybe since the 70s. I think I think just since the 80s, and he's uh, for the most part been pretty accurate. So if you want to know where technology, how the, the speed of technology and where it's going to be, and uh, going on, I would you know suggest looking into Ray Kurzweil, who a lot of people do debate him and disagree with him. A lot of other people in the field, but he's been he's been uh, pretty accurate. So. Uh, so he's a credible he's source. Like he's a pretty, he knows yeah, what he's talking yeah. about. I mean, I mean, if they have him at Google and the government, they had him for DARPA. He was working he's for a, DARPA. Yeah, they, they hired him, him for, for Google. Reason. Yeah. They, I mean, they had him for there for a reason. So, yeah, he's pretty. Uh, you pretty know, like credible. so, does chatbots and chatbot and AI they're one and the same, or they're like two separate things? Or chatbots a low level form of AI. Okay. So a lot of people don't. A lot of people think chatbots is like a joke of AI. So chatbots are basically. AI's joke, and because they're so simple, mm-hmm. um, they're so simple. It's like an infant. They're like, like something like that. Yeah. yeah. So oh yeah. So that's, that's, <laughs> that is a very good way. So chatbots are like the baby AI. It's like the yeah. It's like you know. It still just feeds off of milk and you know. So <laughs> you know. So that, I mean that's what it is. It's and that's all it is. Chatbot's a little infant it, compared to where AI could be. Yeah. And the thing is, the bar for AI changes as soon as we. You know, a calculator used to be considered AI because mm-hmm. you think about it. You know, like think about the idea before calculators even existed. Be, think about think about people talking about. Imagine there was a machine that can calculate the same mathematical problems that we do in our head. Imagine mm-hmm. that there was a machine that can do that. That was not a living yeah, person. And, then, and they created and, it. And, and that machine was so like that as big idea as a room alone was considered artificial intelligence. Yeah. And then once a, a calculator was created, became popular, that wasn't considered anymore. It was considered like this low-level form yeah. in kind of a joke, kind of a way. And and so like you're like, oh no, AI is actually this and this. So the bar rises every single time. And um, you know, and, and Ray Kurzweil makes a point about that with the Siri thing too. He was saying like. Siri's become so much more like with the uh, with Apple, you know, Apple's chatbot system in Siri. Um, That's what I was going to ask you. If Siri was a, a chatbot. Um, yeah, it's debatable, but most people sort of. Say, well, well, what do you it's think? It's semi chat. It's semi chatbot. It's not technically, but it's it's. Is it a step above? Or no, no, it's it's um it's like it's like an assistant. It's more of a it's more of a you know a virtual assistant. Um, you know, if you want to go fine line tuning, it's kind of like the way to find genres of music. You know. So it's just um, it's more of a virtual assistant than a chatbot. Chatbot's supposed to be a, be able to hold you know um, you know lines of conversation, um, whereas Siri is more of a virtual assistant in that sense. It could hold the conversation kind of, not really. So it's like, do you think it's like a thin line between? Um, uh, I w- that's I, a no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, well, it's yeah. I I, I mean, I would I would still say a chatbot just to make things easier. Mm. But if I was to actually be classifying it. I would say it's a virtual assistant, and it's a little different than what we consider a chatbot to be. But uh, but yeah, um, and Ray Kurzweil noticed he point he used Siri as an example, saying that oh yeah, you know when Siri first came out, people said oh it's not that good, mm-hmm. you know, and then now he said Siri became a lot more advanced than what it used to be, and it's actually really good. But then when you show it to someone now, people are like oh that's been around forever, so yeah, it's not even yeah. So yeah. people so the bar always. Changes like people are impressed with technology. So, you know, do you think uh, the chat the chatbot is a novelty? Do you think it'll just it's just like a novelty? Like, well, do you think it's going to go away, or do you think it's gonna, it has a future? Um, no, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the. It was it called Tamagotchi? Is it Tamagotchi or what's it called? I don't know. <laughs> those you know those things, those little digital pets or those di- yeah. Oh, from the nineties. Yeah. 
Is it, is it Yama or Tama? Tamagotchi, I forget. Tamagotchi. But yeah, so so it's like that, you know. Well, nobody uses those anymore, but um, chatbots, I think, will have their moment, mm-hmm. and where they're going to become, they're going to become, they're going to get to a point where everyone's going to be using them, and then the, and then they're probably going to get dated, you know. Probably yeah. they'll probably last about a few years, you know, and then and then they'll get dated, and everyone will have the next big thing, the next step of chatbots, and then they'll become antiquated, you know, but. But chatbots, I think, I believe, will have their moment where yeah. uh, everyone's gonna have one. It's right? just waiting it's, for like that one, that one niche or that one thing before somebody. Yeah, before. I mean, I mean, the the environment is here though because everyone, like, right now, it's like it's like the environment to cook a really good chatbot is like it's it's right now it's it's boiling, it's settling, like yeah. everything, Bursting all the ingredients, things, right? all the ingredients are there. Yeah. It's it's marinating. It's it's uh. You know, it's sizzling in there. Yeah. Um, but it's it just hasn't been fully cooked yet. Mm. Once once you know, once all everything's been fully cooked and in place and served, chatbots will have their moment and everyone's gonna have them. They'll be big for you know, uh, for a while and then um and then and then it'll probably just die out because something new will come along, something better than yeah. because everything is always a stepping stone, you know. And I believe that chatbots are the first initial step into a strong AI, you know, which is which is where where a lot of controversy comes. A lot of people debate about it, and you see these debates about with Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg talking I about mean, different I'm things. Sure I'm sure you heard that Elon Musk wants to create like a chip to put in your head so you could talk to people without talking, right? Well, they already. Um, well, see, the military has something. Um, well, I don't know. If it's, a, it's not a chip, but um, ten years ago, when I was reading a lot about this, uh, Scientific American published uh, an article about what the military was working on, and I should read Scientific American more often because that's a lot of stuff in there is chippy. But uh, the uh, <laughs> but it was a, it was a story in Scientific American with the uh, with the military uh, basically using a. a um, in uh, e, uh, EEG, they were basically mapping the um, the mind, the way the mind works. You know, we like think mapping about something, the, ma- mapping the brain, right? They were like, mapping the brain, and then they were databasing it. So they were saying, okay, when you think about this subject, your mind, your mind work functions this way, and then when you think about this subject, the mind mm-hmm. functions this way. So what they were doing was they were trying to make something to where you can transfer a command from, you know, uh, a command from one person to the other without actually saying anything. So you would think about it, you'd be wearing this helmet that recognizes your your thought pattern and uh, it would say, oh, his, his, his mind is you know functioning this way, so he must be thinking about this, so the command must be this. And it would send that over to the other person who said, like, yeah. oh, this person's thinking about and this. And they felt it. like. And so, yeah. well, no, it, it, could just, it could just say it. You know? just say it, it just, like, I mean, I mean who knows how it transmitted yeah. it, but uh, I mean, in, in there you could just have something tell it to you. Well, I guess I guess you're right. If it, if it was trying to be without words, I don't even know how they would... Like a picture or a feeling, yeah, right? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, don't don't know. Know. I just knew... It, the story was kind of vague. It was just basically saying that they were working <laughs> this on This guy told me... The, well, it was in Scientific American Magazine, so... Well, this uh, science Ten years ago. Me. I'll have to look that up again. Somewhere around, somewhere around ten years ago. But the technology that exists, you know, it's like crazy to think about what it is. Especially drones, you know, but in the past... Like ten years ago, they had drones that were the size of flies. You know that that's been around for a while now. So I was like, wow, that's been around for like ten years. You know, well, where you know what where where is this technology out now? The same yeah. thing with cloning. You know, cloning uh, happened with that sheep mm-hmm. back when I was you know uh, it was, it was 20, in middle school twenty years ago. Yeah. Well, it was twenty years. Ago. It was in high school actually, but it, when we were <laughs> when we were in high school. So um, so that was like you know about twenty years ago when we were in high school. Not to date ourselves. 
but that's you know when we're old cloning, <laughs> cloning uh, happens. And, you know, you don't hear too much about it just on the regular news. It's like a norm now, right? Oh, we could clone somebody. Nobody talks about it. That's the thing. And it's because because it's very controversial. But the thing is, just because no one's talking about it doesn't mean there's still things somewhere around the world that could be happening with cloning. Oh, absolutely, man. Who knows, you know. I saw this uh, ancient aliens thing. No, UFO hunters. So uh, this this episode, they found, like, like, some kind of, like, man, like, a man pig. And the pig looked like like a person, and like it had like it, had, it was it was shaped like a pig, and like and, <laughs> but his face his face looked like a man. Have you so watched like, Seinfeld, bro? Yeah. No, no, I know what you're talking about that episode. <laughs> I know, I know what you're it talking was a about. Man pig. No, but like no, when when, when they showed the photos, like it looked it, it was real, Ray, like, Ray, like Ray. I don't know, but I guess. Ray. Well, anyways. <laughs> And like Kramer, man, you're gonna walk into a hospital one day. I know oh, what you've been doing here. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Seinfeld some other day because I have plenty. Right <laughs> um, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, nothing. <laughs> would you? Would you? Um, would you do those experiments? Would you put like a chip in your head, like, and upload your consciousness to a chip so you could live forever? And like, what is that? What does that mean? Like. It's so like you die and then they upload your consciousness. Is that still the, you or is that like so? There's like you know what I mean. Like so look at that's a, that's a debate. So like I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you lose your arm and you replace it with a synthetic arm, mm-hmm. are you still the same person? Are you still the same person? Yeah. If you lose half of your brain, like it goes dead, but the other half is still working, are you still the same person? Because you could still portray the same personality even though half your brain is dead mm. you still got this half that's working it's still you and you could still act pretty much the same way you were yeah. are you still the same person you know like if you lose an eye and you replace it with a prosthetic eye so, so it's like how much can you replace of yourself but if before if people if, consider that you're but if you're completely dead the then you're person. dead but the, the person the the like the ai that takes over your conscious after your point of death it, it's not. I wouldn't say it's you. It's just, it's just something that's uploaded, and the real, real, the real you died. Well, then that goes into debate where like our computer is actually alive. Like, do, it, you, do, you, do you yeah. consider computers who 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 could actually make calculations the same way a human can, and and even mimic conversation the same way a human can? What's to say that that computer itself is not actually you know, you know, personally, obviously computers are not as complex in the way that they, you know, they process information, or at least, at least, you know, as far as I know, um, as much as the same way a human can, but it's like, it, in a low, in a low level form, it could still think, you know, very similar to the way a human can, so let's just say that a computer's not actually thinking like a living organism, like you say mm. a fly is a living organism, but it doesn't no think anywhere near the way a human can, but it's still a living organism. So but what's to say a computer that can think even more than a you know a fly? But a computer can, is what's not to say breathing. A computer is not. It doesn't uh, breed or breathe. Living, it only programs. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, you're right. And it doesn't doesn't actually. It doesn't procreate. I mean, then again, gay people. But then at the, <laughs> at the point where a computer might be able to, you know, program another program that's just like oh, it. Yeah. You know, who's to say that that's not. A computer just breeding, you know, creating another program, or, but, or you know. But <laughs> or you didn't answer me. Would you, would you upload your machine, conscious, you know, consciousness to to a computer? Say, if it didn't cost you anything. Say, hey, Steve, you know, we'll upload your consciousness. So if you have the option to, you know, you pass away, you can still continue. Would you do that? 
I mean, I would. I mean, it's up to the people left behind that decide whether to keep it or not. You know, I, I definitely would. And uh, no, no, I'm just saying, like, if you like, you would upload your, you'll just upload you to a new body or whatever, like ultra carbon, like, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because a lot of people, then again, that's, that's that's a lot of people think, you know, they're thinking more like like silicon because computers are still, you know, silicon based, and they think, but you'll you be know, uploaded it's silicon, in li- it's silicon thinking and silicon life. Real life, since we're all carbon based, so the thing is, we go into the point where we can manu- where we're going to cloning, where you're actually replicating a life, carbon based life form that's a clone. Is that a real life form? Mm-hmm. So you consider a carbon based life form that's a clone a real life form, but a silicon based computer that can think very you know similar to a human, um, not a, a real life form just because it's different. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's this whole debate you know about. You know, what if you get a computer that's very much acts, talks, and maybe thinks very much similar to a the way a human can, but because it's silicon-based, it's not the same as a clone that can act, think, and talk, you know, uh, because it's carbon-based. You know, you say a carbon-based clone is, hum- is a living life form, but yeah. a silicon-based, you know, artificial intelligence is not a living life form, you know. And that's the whole debate. Yeah, it's yeah. a debate, right, man. Like... Have you seen this show? I only, cost a, uh, only caught a couple episodes called Download. It's on Amazon, where this guy, he uploads his consciousness to, like, uh, a computer. And he lives, like, in this sort of paradise in this resort. And uh, he, he got in an accident, and he had, a, he had no choice but to upload himself into that. And I don't know, man. Like, uh, it, seems, it sounds, sounds cool, but if you're always living there, I think, wouldn't you call that hell or purgatory? Because you, you're, you're just living the same thing. There's no meaning to it because you can't die. And life loses its meaning. You know what I mean? It's like the whole Matrix, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole thing in the, fir- in I mean, the, I, in the first I, Matrix. I mean, part, part of me does want to upload myself to, like, like, like a machine like when I pass away. But another part... Like, what does it matter? Because it won't be me. It's just, oh, it won't, it won't be me, like, after I pass away. How do you know? Yeah. Uh, exactly. You don't know. You don't know. And and at what point does you living forever become like it starts off cool, but then it could be like it could be hell. How can how can you be erased? Maybe somebody owns your like your soul, and you can't be deleted. You know what I mean? What is consciousness? You know, and that's all thing. What is consciousness? You know, what what defines a person to know that? You know, I I think therefore I am. You know, like oh, I heard I heard that quote that, before. Yeah, yeah. you know, as the Famous, you know, him trying to explain, you know, how does he know he he really exists? How does he know he's actually, you know, uh, alive and this is not just one big illusion? Yeah. He says, so he came to the conclusion, the philosophical, uh, you know, uh, I statement. Think, yeah. I think, therefore, I am. So he says, I can think, making, you know, he can make his choices and his own thoughts. Uh, therefore, he actually exists as, mm. as something that is in existence, you know, so... And what is thinking? What qualifies thinking? You know, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen AI, right? The Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. 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 Or what did you think about that movie? Because I thought it was, I yeah. thought it was pretty underrated. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was. Um, I mean, it's it's a good movie. Uh, it's a good movie. It's just I don't watch it too much. You know, um, I, I, as far as being an engaging movie is another, another conversation. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too engaging in a way. Um, it's because like Spielberg. 
Because he made that movie for Stanley Kubrick. That was a Stanley Kubrick idea. Yeah. And he was shooting it out of, like, his style, his, like, his, the way he narrates a movie, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It doesn't start off right away. It's very, like, it takes yeah. his time, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah. yeah, like, thinking about that, because, like, this boy wants to be real, and he goes, he wants to be a real boy. And he gets trapped in this, you know, like, his last, he's the last record of humanity, and the, the aliens, you know, the excavate him out from like, a cube and like I think that's that's crazy that's like mm-hmm. I don't know like I didn't, I didn't think about it too much when I, when I first watched it but yeah. like, a- aliens are another story too yeah aliens. that's a, that's another topic <laughs> aliens what's to say why, why, is, why don't the aliens have their own robots and who say the aliens were actually the native aliens and those weren't actually clones of the real aliens that found the AI that the humans left behind. Yeah. That's, too big. <laughs> that's too big of a... That's too but, big of a I mean, you go into that, like, with the high, that much technology, you know, like, oh my gosh. Well, they, <laughs> I mean, there's a theory that aliens are just our future selves and those are just time-traveling ta- time humans. Yeah, and time is another conversation. What is time? You know, we've, we've discovered tachyons that are particles that can and also in, weave in and out of time, you know, so it's like... There's a theory that this is all a simulation. Like, yeah, mean, yeah. this is just a computer. Elon right? Musk has been said to, to kind of like hint in that direction, thinking, saying he kind of. I'm not sure if he said it straight out. He might. But yeah, he he did say kinda, something yeah. like he believes that we live in the yeah, simulation. simulation because of what he's seen, the way the universe works, and and there's another theory. Uh, and there's, a, there's another theory where people think uh, um, time, yeah, uh, time accelerates, or because we, they found that the universe. Uh, has, has happened. It's come together. The, the well, the, the universe that we that we perceive has come together in a way that's a lot quicker than uh, expected. It seemed like a lot of things happened uh, too perfectly in uh, a short amount of time than what is like Stephen Hawking. It just seems like like our acceleration is just too too quick from like there's how, something yeah. yeah, and there's something weird going on. I think it has something to do with the way time works. There's something about the way that the Space and time um, are woven together, and where it's just our I mean, perception. I, I think and, we've yeah. been messed with, like with like and then, with, with aliens and, who's and stuff to say, like that. You know, who's to say that we can even understand it at all? Because like you know, people if people think people are thinking like humans can can be a know-it-all of the you know the or of, the, of the universe, yeah. you know. But you know, what if in theory we're just ants in this entire? You know, oh, we yeah, have yeah. the intelligence of an ant compared to the a broader aspect of, or even less than that, or something that, you know, we have the intelligence, that's yeah, a pretty like, smart, yeah. that's a pretty, but what if, what if our intelligence are, are, you know, something that's so, the scope. you know, you know what I mean? yeah, like, compared to about the, like aliens, the broader like, scope of the universe, yeah. who are traveling in space, like we, like in their technology, like we're, we're just monkeys to them, you know, if even that, you know, I know. and, um, I mean, we could, he knows, he knows, you know, so, that's why. That's why uh, Ray Kurzweil goes into that whole thing, where you know, and, you know, we're going to be merging with technology by 2045, because that's the only way to keep up. And he, I believe, he believed like years down the line, where everything's going to have light, like everything's going to be interconnected, like communicating with each other, because it's going to be alive. Every rock and uh, everything's going to have some kind of light. We're going to be able to connect with it, you know, like yeah. uh, like a life form. Everything that doesn't seem like it's a life form will be, you know, connected to everything like a life form. So it goes into this whole thing. Like the Borg from Star Trek? <laughs> I don't know. No, oh, shit. <laughs> well, you look like you watch Star Trek, I know, dude. I never watched Star Trek, unfortunately. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah, uh, Star Wars, never yeah. Star Trek, but um, oh dear God, I'll, have to, I'll, get it. <laughs> I'll watch every episode one day. Which one? Mm-hmm. Is that the Next Generation or is that the original? Next Generation is pretty good. Next man. Generation. Yeah. Are you quoting Next Generation or are you quoting the uh, the one before that? Oh, shit, what did I say? Yeah, <laughs> you said Borg. I, oh, the Borg. Next Generation. That's Next Generation. Yeah. Okay. And they and like after next they they keep on bringing in like almost every season. I don't think they brought it in uh, Deep Space Nine, but like for sure they brought it. Okay. And they they brought it again with the new one with the Picard show. They bring back yeah. uh, the board again. I haven't caught that, and I I can't wait because they, they have it in CBS, and I can't. I'm like, well, anyways, <laughs> I'll have to. Yeah, anyways, I'll have to check out Star Trek. I know Star Trek's uh, you know really gets a lot of people, and it's all political. You know, it's really uh, I've seen a few. But a like few even parts. In, even in Star Trek, they have like that question that we were saying like, because uh, Data, do you know the character Data? Yeah. Well, they had an episode where this um, person from the Federation, they wanted to take Data and dismantle him so they could study him. <laughs> and um, they had, a, they had a, a, like um, a court. Like they, they, they were judging Data to see if he was like, actually sentient or an object. The Data like, couldn't tell them? No, like, he, like Picard was on his behalf. You know what I mean? He was like his lawyer. And like somebody was arguing against him because they like, literally like they were arguing for his life. You know what I mean? Well, Data couldn't like tell them that he. No, like he. Was. I mean, of course he did. You know what I mean? Of course <laughs> Why he did. Why did they want this metal man? Because like just the, the, the explain because the, the scientists wanted to see what what made this android different. Why Data did? Because like that. other other other. Does Data know the mappings of his? Uh, yeah, his, he does. So how come he couldn't just draw it out? Because <laughs> this guy <laughs> exactly this guy he like this yeah. guy wanted. He wanted to dissect them. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's and like other way, Data's gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> like Data's gonna die. Yeah. and that was like that was that was the whole episode about like is like <laughs> what is he? Is he a robot or is he a sentient being? And of course, like you know, he, he, what did Data say? Did Data ever give an Oh, he gave like this big monologue and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Very sent- I, I I can't fucking remember it. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, but it was a, it was a really fucking good episode. See, that's the whole debate. You know, like. Is is you know is something it, yeah is artificial intelligence really alive? Where you do you consider a, a type of life form you know? And that and that goes into my debate like just because something works the same way as us when it's carbon based, if you were to make a clone, uh, was to say something that acts just like a silicon so, based and so say that's check not, this out, man. That's not so if um, so say like say we're in the future and we have like robot servants and stuff like that. Yeah. Are are they slaves? You know what I mean? Because we don't pay them, but they're they could feel. You're saying they could feel. They could like they no. Oh, you see, that's a but, thing. But that's the thing. A see, person has thing. to feel. I mean, that's even if you're a sociopath, that might feel. be the uh, that might be the one thing that might differentiate. Or not one. It might be one of many things. Who knows? Uh, could differentiate AIs from living things. Who knows if uh, you know a robot will um, will be able to feel, be able to love. What is love? You know, and, and what is see like in in two thousand and one. Hal was fearing for his, ex- his existence. So, you remember 2001, right? Like, he made some mistakes and it cost, like, the spaceship. Well, that, like, I don't know if that's... And, like, he... he like, I don't he even know that's a debate because I, it might be a debate. I want to look at Because he didn't want to be shut, it, shut it, off because he was it, scared. It could be an emotional or logical consciousness because... Boy, that's still an emotion, you said, no? you said fear. You said fear meaning, like, oh, he was fearing for his life. Yeah. Or it could have been... It could have been a logical where they they wanted to shut him down, but he knew that if they shut him down, he wouldn't be able to finish the mission. Yeah, so that's a logical thing. So it, I I always saw it as logical. I never really saw it as a fear. Well, but pe- I think but people interpreted it the same? as fear, like he was fearing for his life, an emotional thing. But he was actually logically executing the mission. If he got shut down, the mission would not be completed, and he had to complete his mission. 
So it was more, to me, I always thought more of a logical. But who knows? And that's where the whole, like, I, I think that might have been what the whole movie was about, or the whole debate. That debate? No, the debate. It could have been, yeah. Was that's, he, that's was he movie, actually man. fearing for his life, or was he just logically trying to finish the mission, knowing that he couldn't finish it if they shut him down? So... Well, shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, and then what is yeah? What is emotion? Most things are chemical, right? The chemicals. I'm like you learn in psychology, you know, we study the biology of the way the mind, you know, does things. It's all, it's all electrochemical, you know. You're, you know. Oh yeah, man. Like like love is just a chemical reaction in your brain and just releases well, like dopamine. You know, like you're saying. Yeah, I mean, high. you got these happy chemicals like yeah. dopamine, serotonin, and uh, and. Uh, and also, like, instincts, too, because you want to procreate, you know what I mean? You want to continue your bloodline and all that stuff, you know? So we're, we're animals. <laughs> oxytocin is the love chemical. You got oxytocin, the chemical that makes you feel like you're in love. There's dopamine. Uh, you I know, think I think the moment for me, like, where uh, if AI starts, like, if AI and human, like, they, they married each other and they want, the AI says, I'm in love with my, my, my master or whoever, mm. do you think... I think I would think I would start considering like they're actually sentient because like love is like love it's a human thing you know can robot can artificial intelligence love you know instead of just being intelligent maybe not in the same way a um, a carbon based you know person would who, who knows like um, I mean because like it would say be like hard, there's, you know? there's Say like you have like a room full of AI, and they're like their family, and then like they discontinue like a whole bunch. Will they still be disconnected? It's like, oh, I lost Harry the other day, but you know he's a toaster now. So, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean I'm not I'm not going to say because I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows for sure. You know, I mean, and I think that's why Westworld's so popular because you know those, those the characters they're artificial intelligence, they're robots, and they they want to live. They want to that uh, I don't. One of the characters, she keeps on losing her daughter, and the whole, the whole, her whole arc is about getting seeing her daughter so you again. Watch but the show. yeah, <laughs> of course I watch the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then and the daughter's, a, you know, she's also you know, she's a, she's a robot, she's AI, mm -hmm. and it's very, it's you know, it asks it asks those questions, you know what I mean? Because like people go into this world of uh, Westworld, and they you know they kill, they rape, and they they treat these robots like hell, and that's why those robots uprise because they don't want, they're they're done taking it because they could, they're meant to feel. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> onto the office. And, uh, I can't believe you haven't. Do you haven't watched that? Show? Oh no, you haven't finished what? the last season. What? Westworld. The la yeah, I haven't seen the last two episodes of the last season. Unfortunately, um, I've been watching it. You know, since I really, I really do like the take that they did on it. And I first, when I when I heard they were coming, they were going to make a series out of the movie, the famous 1970s movie based on Michael Crichton's. Uh, Big fan of Michael Crichton. For people who don't know, uh, Michael Crichton, yeah, author of Jurassic Park, Congo, and Congo, and a sh a sh Outbreak, a ton of <laughs> other movies like Twister. He wrote the screenplay. He was a co-author to the, the screenplay for Twister. Um, all of his all of his books and you know have been turned into movies. He's also ER, the creator of the TV show. Oh ER. yeah, I didn't know about yeah, ER. he's the creator yeah. of the TV show ER. But he only wrote the pilot. Um, so he only wrote in the pilot. I think he directed the pilot too, but he, he definitely wrote it. Um, so, you know, all of his books have been pretty much been turned into movies. So he's a very good, you know, very good author. He's always been my favorite. And I heard they were bringing back that movie that he wrote into a show. And so I was excited. And it was different, a uh, different uh, take in the movie. So I was like, okay, they made the show kind of like more modern, how they make cool, all yeah. these shows. They yeah. had to. They had to. It was like the same, the same kind of modern feel that all these other shows have. 
And uh, and I was like, okay, but then they had a nice twist. I like all the twists that mm. Nolan was giving uh, was giving every episode. Like, you know, every episode had this really pretty good twist that kept me watching. I'm like, interesting. And some certain things I knew that uh, people who didn't really know much about what was going on with AI wouldn't catch, you know, when they were watching it. And so that's what, that's what I liked about it. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like certain words when he was asking Dolores, mm. like, would you ever harm a, um, a living thing or something like that? And she said no, and then she said, "Of course not." And it's that, that the fact that she said, "Of course not," which was like very suspicious. And AI would never. Well, you can make an AI say that, but then it you can make an AI say that to make it sound more human. But it sounds suspicious if you if you have like an AI that's supposed to be at that advanced level say, "Of course not," like they're trying to hide something. Yeah. You know, like why would they they double down on you know on did it would instead of just giving like a straight answer like like no. Uh, and then it turns out, like, at the end of the episode, she's like, <laughs> You're giving too much away, dude. That's the first episode. Yeah, oh, okay. you know, the first episode. But, um, have you seen, have you seen Black Mirror? Yeah. Yeah? Like, what do you think about that show? That, that show's really good. A good show, too. I like the episode about that, you know, when she loses her husband and he turns... Which one? I forgot what it's called. Because they're all, they're all fucked up. But she loses her husband. She first, and she's reluctant to, to go to this company that could turn him into a chatbot. And she eventually caves in and, and has him turn to a chatbot. Then they said they could add video and, and voice. And so he, she adds that video and the voice. And then they say... Oh, they yeah. Could, and, and then, then they, they bring him back. They can bring him Yeah. In, they can make a body. That was a really good episode, like man. Yeah. So then she goes up forward. You, do you remember that, that part where, like, and, the guy, he was, there, he was listening to this song. I think it was, like, a disco song. And he was all, like... He was all dancing to it, and the girls all like, "Why do you like disco?" Oh, there's a lot of things that knows about me, just because I don't post it online or whatever. And then the robot was driving, was doing the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It was always fucking place. He was doing the same thing, and he turned that off. He he, he made fun of the he made fun of the of the song, <laughs> and that girl she she found out that like that's not really him. It's just it's just a chatbot. It's nothing. You know what I mean? What episode was this? It was the episode that you're talking about. It was that it was that the same episode because. It's like those little details that I like about Black Mirror, you know? Crazy, yeah. Black Mirror is basically the, uh, the uh, it's it's a warning on technology. And I yeah, it's like a cautionary it. tale, it's man. Cautionary, it's, it's cautionary tales about the uh, um, what's the word? Where you know where technology could be, where it could go if we're not careful. You know what could happen, and like a satire. It's, it's yeah. a technology. It's a Black Mirror is a techno is a satire of technology. All it's, it's all a dark satire. It's all technology that exists today. Basically, like you look yeah. at it, it's like oh yeah, all this technology has to exist. But then they go the next step forward. They say this is where it, it could end up if we continue on um, this path. And so, so it's really good cautionary tales and tales and and a good satires on where we might end up if we choose the wrong path with technology. And is that somewhere that we that we really want to go? And so. Um, so that's that's one yeah, like, kudos to Black Mirror for that. Like today's Twilight Zone and, and yeah, it's uh, like it's like the Twilight Zone and Outbreak uh, like, and, and uh, the Outer, Outer Limits. Limits. Yeah. and Tales from the Crypt had a fucking movie. You know what I mean? Because like there is an episode that reminded me of Tales from Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. It was like, yeah, have you watched the whole series or not I really? watched the whole series? Well, there is an episode where this guy he had like he was the ki- uh, he was the he was the owner of a museum, the Black Mirror Museum. And he was going through the different tales of each product that he had, and there all those tales were were fucked up. And it reminded me of like a tale from uh, from t- my, you know tales from the crypt. Yeah, that's fucking good. Tales from the crypt. Is that how loud is that uh that that helicopter? Pretty loud? Yeah. Can, is it is it cutting me out? <laughs> can you hear me? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I'll just go like this and shit. We're pausing for a little bit. We're pausing for a little bit. Oh, since oh, how long are we like? 40 minutes? 
55 minutes? I'm like... I thought it was like at least maybe 40, 30, 55 minutes, right? Crazy, dude. Five minutes, man. Going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, this is like the longest podcast we've been doing. Seriously? Yeah. Well, we've been going down this rabbit hole, man. Technology, it's never ending. It's just you're going to... You're gonna keep diving deeper and deeper and deeper. I told you it's a fine line, and that's where the singularity comes in, and that's where the whole Ray Kurzweil the singularity, you know, that he predicts would happen somewhere around 2045, is you know like is you know what is you know. You I know. hope I hope I'm still alive. I mean I should be, you know, barring my health. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I want to see that man. I want to see. AI, I want to see fucking aliens come, you know what I mean? I want to see all that shit. They're like, already here. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> they kind of already admitted it. Like, well, we don't the know Navy, what, what yeah, the, the Navy came out, and, and uh, they even released another press release, I think, a few weeks ago. This is, this is, this is, would you consider are, this disclosure? There are aircrafts that are out of this world. That's how they label them. They label them as, you know... Um, not made from, not made from this planet. Not, not of this world. Yeah. Not of this world, you know, transportations or aircraft, whatever they said it. They're not of this world. So they've... The Navy has come out and admitted to that, you know, uh, for the first time in, uh, as, far, as far as I know, the first time in history. And, you know, it's like nobody's talking about it, really. Yeah, nobody's like, talking about, about, it. about it. I'm like, we all have, right. Yeah. And Navy admitted that you, you know what's a big deal? TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's like That's getting more headlines. China. Than, yeah, China. That is no real yeah. threat. <laughs> I don't understand why... Why is the U.S. tripping about like TikTok? It's because like TikTok, like China owns it, and they're getting like our information. Well, yeah, I mean, we're always people afraid, dancing in the know, street. And it's shit. proximity. You're always afraid of what's right next door. You know, it's like who cares what's out of this world? China's just right around. Yeah, I know. Look, so, oh, like, look at this fucking dance oh, video. Like, we don't even know. We know nothing about them creatures. You know, which we don't. Yeah. You know? So it's who knows, about dude? TikTok. Like, yeah. Um, dang the girl. Yeah, it's just what to think about them. Like you have to think. Like nobody. I don't think anyone wants to really admit it. Like people hear about it. It's scary, man, because it, it breaks the whole. It breaks everything. Nobody's talking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, and in, in, in other news, because you know, the Navy admitted yeah. to aircraft that are out of this world existing on this planet. Because think about it. Because like <laughs> if they're admitting to that, then they have to admit at least a well, certain part. Did. Certain part of the population is being abducted by aliens. And what does that fucking say? Have you seen uh, Unsolved Mysteries on? on of course, I seen that. I seen that you UFO one. That yeah, that yeah. UFO one. <laughs> I mean, think about that shit, dude. <laughs> like, if, if they, if if aliens come down and they, they actually proclaim themselves and we know about it, what about those people who did get abducted? What, I mean, are these? Are we going to put these aliens? To makes you makes you take like, them a lot more seriously, you know. And it's just kind of like, and I don't know. I've always been skeptical with aliens, you know. I've never, I've, you know, just it's one of those things. Of course, you have to be because I've, you know. N- who do you know has been abducted? How many people know people who've been abducted? And even if you do know someone's been abducted, yeah, how, like how likely are you yeah. to, to believe that they were actually abducted by, you know, eight quote-unquote aliens that are out of this world? Maybe they they were on some bad drug trip or something like that, or it was all just a dream. You know, people are lucid so, dreaming. So or you saw that episode. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Do you <laughs> think they were those kids were abducted? Do you think that happened? I mean, I mean, because I mean, these people didn't know each other. They, they, those kids, oh my, and they all share yeah. the same. Who story. knows? You know, I, 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 I don't know what to believe with that because it was just. Uh, I mean, I've, I've only it. seen it on that one. <laughs> I've only seen it on on Unsolved Mysteries. I have not seen it. I haven't really looked into it. So you know, it's Unsolved Mysteries, a TV show. So you know, obviously, I guess Unsolved Mysteries tries to go and you know get some credibility. They, they, I think, it seems like they do. Who knows? I never looked into it. I really don't know about that particularly uh, about aliens but as far as my own personal belief you know the navy had just came out and admitted that you know these these, uh spacecraft that are not of this world actually exist on this that have been going to this planet so obviously you know if you if you you trust them the navy and the military you know the u.s military then uh 
um, then yeah, then there's something out there that's that's beyond us. You yeah. know, so you have to kind of go around. There's your credibility. You know, the U.S. military. Do you? Who else are you going to believe? You're going to believe, you know, the U.S. military. Do you? Do you believe them? I mean, there's also people who like are um, we knew all along. Yeah. Who um are saying like who, who could say that this is just the government trying to distract us? You know what I mean? Like they're just putting well, no, this, this, out this was released before COVID. I don't know if you heard yeah. about it. Did you read it before COVID? Oh, I, I, this I, came out in October. Yeah. I think it was October or November oh, dude, I of last follow, year. I always follow this. UFO this this was released yeah. in October or November of last year, or somewhere around that time. But they're also saying like they're just getting ready for us for like the big, like the disclosure, like the big event. You know, just giving us little pieces here and there. Yeah, and, and they and said they were gonna. I think every six months they're gonna release new information about what they found. And so there was something about I, it said it, I read that the Navy is going to release every six months an, another case of something that they found, uh, yeah. you know, uh, that relates to this craft, this, you know, you know, spaceships that are, or, you know, aircraft that are not of this world, not this world aircraft. So, so we just got to wait, you know, they, so they, it was six months, let me see, was it it's been six months ago? Yeah, they released it around, you know, somewhere around November, October, November last year, and then they released it again. Around about six months later, they, it was the same story. So, uh, uh, so maybe six months they'll either bring it up again or something new. You know, who knows? Do you think uh, those spacecrafts have a chatbot? Chatbot <laughs> in it? Uh, who knows? You know, um, <laughs> like you know, you know who is really big on following the story? Do you know uh, Tom? Whoa. Sorry, <laughs> Tom DeLong from Oh yeah, man, from Blink One Eighty Two. You've been following yeah. his. Uh, uh, I don't follow it, but I know he's like he made like like a documentary or two about. I haven't even stuff. seen it. I haven't. I, I haven't even looked up. I have not seen. I've been I wanting to look like up a trailer something about him talking more about it. I haven't had a chance to look it up. I just seen a few clips of him talking about it and so But I know he's dedicated like what like a good part of his life. Yeah. <laughs> like that's trying his to get yeah trying to get the government to release what they just did at the end of last year, and because somehow he kind of knew about it. Um, you know, he just kind of went on this whole trail, you know, he even, he even, you know, left the band, you know, or, you know, left opportunities that could have helped Blink-182 just to pursue this whole, that, you know, you know, aliens, you know, are out there, you know, the truth is out there kind of a, you know, thing that he's been doing, going I mean, I mean, they, I mean, aliens, if, I mean, I do believe they exist and I do believe they are, they're using like an artificial intelligence to help them out because there's like, there has to be. There's no way. I mean, what do you think? I mean, if... No, if, but it's, it's probably to the... Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Well, I'll just, I'll just go Let's go right here. All right. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I really, you know, no one knows about aliens or anything. Oh, well, you know, where they're at right now. But I believe, my own personal opinion, though, from what, you know, I've been reading with technologists, how they think technology and, and biology eventually merge are probably one of the same. They probably uh, believe that technology and biology are the same, and um, they're one in the same, right? Like I mean, like because eventually, it, it, eventually, we're you know the, the technology that we have here will reach that point where um, the singularity. Where and it's funny that this whole COVID thing happened because it kind of made me think like, what if this is a way to push that whole agenda for you know? Because I I don't ever believe in these conspiracies that pop in my head, but it makes me think of these conspiracies. So it's kind of like, yeah. what if like this whole, you know, this whole COVID thing? Because, oh, cause like, oh yeah. So now we have a reason, you know, to, uh, to I forgot what it was, to be more safe, you know, to to do things that we normally wouldn't do, 
to be safer so that we could live through uh, some virus that might kill all of us, you know. So it's like, so there's certain things like that happen, you know. If you're talking about conspiracy, there's still all conspiracies. So oh, we're gonna we're gonna have like so, I, I want to have like a, an episode where we talk about all conspiracies <laughs> from A to Z, man. Yeah, I mean, but this is my own. This is all my own. Like I don't believe I don't actually believe that this is what's happening. But this is like this would make I just believe think that this would make a pretty good conspiracy if you know someone were to say. Oh, the government's doing this, you know, because it would be a really good reason, you know. Oh, if you had a virus that was killing everyone, that's a good reason. Oh, yeah, if you don't, if you don't merge yourself or implant maybe something in your body, mm-hmm. now you could die. So this is why you should implant this technology into yourself. Yeah, it's either that or die, you know, because we have this virus that's killing everyone. So you know, so that gets people more towards the idea of like, oh yeah, maybe I should merge my body with technology and implant this in me so that I can stay alive rather than die because there's a virus killing every biological system, every biological person on this planet. And so that, that's where it makes me like, oh yeah, like a coat, something that's a virus that's maybe you know more potent than what's going on now with COVID, could be a good way to get people to to merge with, uh, you know, techno- get their bio- biology merge technology regardless of their beliefs, you know, mm-hmm. what they believe is, is right or wrong because they'll die either way. And, of course, you... Oh, make it, like, right. mandatory. <laughs> merge well, it wouldn't be mandatory. It'd be like, it's either this or die. It's your choice, you know, yeah. and they make more people do it, be willing to accept it than, than others. So I'm like, of course, that's not what's going on now, and that's not something I believe, but I keep, I, it made me think, like... Yeah, it's just... That, like would, be, head, yeah. that would be a, a good way to get people, like, the singularity... Like, you know, is happening where we would have to merge the technology in order to survive, um, you know, life or death situation like a virus or something like that would be a good reason for people to to want to merge regardless of what they believe or whether they believe it's morally ethical or not. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> Do you think that's ethical? What? <laughs> Merging yourself with technology. Well, what would you think? What do you think it would or wouldn't be? Uh, for me, I mean, I don't. Personally, I don't care what like what somebody does. Like they merge themselves. Like I don't. I want to say like they're unethical or something that they well, want to well, do. Is there anything that says it's against you know? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm it's talking about like people. There's like, things in the Bible that say if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. You know, so it's kind of like as far as the Bible goes. This is Old Testament. You know? this is like as far as the Old Testament. Know, goes. A lot of people like they're <laughs> like they're pretty hardcore with their with their faith. You know what I mean? They're, it says they're, you know, but I don't. But there's I don't. You know, as far as there's nothing. Specific in faith that says to uh, oh, says, it's in there. <laughs> don't merge, don't yeah. merge yourself with AI to stay alive, or else you go to hell. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's nothing that's at. You it's know, the mark of the beast. Line, dude. It's all it? about you know, <laughs> yeah, metaphors, interpretation, interpretations, you know, dude. That would be you know, and, um, that's something else. But that's yeah, that's crazy. Mark well, beast, man. I guess on that note, we'll uh, we'll do the top <laughs> on seven. dark note of yeah, Mark of the of, Beast in the end of the world. Yeah, and, and I think that's a good uh, end point. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do like uh, the top seven. I'm gonna have you read some of them, and I'll read some of them. So you just won't be like just sitting there. You know what I mean? So I'll just move this ice to the side, and uh, just let me know when you're ready. It's cool. I'll just put these. Uh, <laughs> see. Oops, sorry. Do Q in for the top seven. That's a, yeah, we need like a band in the back. <laughs> need like right? a yeah. <laughs> and they have to read Someone's strumming the guitar. Mm-mm-mm. Top seven. Top seven? Okay. And now. And now, drum roll. Uh, I'm doing a top seven of uh, AI memes, just uh, memes that I've seen on, you know, on on Google <laughs> that I found humorous. And I these are the seven that I, I you know, I read and chuckled. I, I did an LOL. 
Give you me know? a little tickle. Yeah, <laughs> give me a little tickle. <laughs> I read them and there's a little tickle in my tum-tum and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll read these on. <laughs> yeah, my bird twitch. <laughs> oh. uh, all right, number seven. I'm going to read this one. <clears throat> number seven. Humans spend 9,490 days of their life sleeping. With that amount of uh, time, we should be able to take over the world, which AIs wouldn't sleep, right? They don't sleep. They just... And that within itself is hell, because I love to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like a robot. Like, AIs should... Because AIs don't... They don't sleep, right? Robots... Oh, well, obviously, because they're just fucking... I don't, well, they got to recharge, right? They got to, like... Do gotta, robots dream? They got to update their system. What does a computer do when you do an update? It's basically sleeping. Oh, eh? That's, pre- that's pretty fucking good, dude. Hey, that's fucking good, dude. And then that's how they get the virus. It needs to uh, update its system. That's how. That's why it's sleep. It's basically right. asleep. Here you go. Read the next one. No, no, no. no from, from the bottom. Oh, from the bottom. Yeah. From the top to the bottom. Can a robot write a symphony? Can a robot take a blank canvas and turn it into a masterpiece? Can you? Oh, shit. You gave it some character, dude. <laughs> and why was he Southern? I don't know. Because I drank too much. Oh, okay. That's good. I think uh, we need to drink a little bit more. But yeah. All right. Moving on. Number five. Uh, Sophia is the, wor- the world's first robot citizen. Wants a baby. And then we got some tweet in the bottom that says, Sis, uh, sh- she should want a wig first, but okay. Which, I don't, you know... I mean, she should have a wig or at least a hat, right? Whoa! A little too close to his crotch. (laughs) (laughs) It's alright. It's alright. There you go. Read this one. If you could. If AI service robots gain consciousness and develop emotions, would it then be ethical to continue to use them as slaves? Or what do you think? I don't know. Might cause an all robot uprising. That's the AI apocalypse right there, you know. And that, but so Terminator. That's Judgment Day. I don't know. You see, but then again, would it? You know, what happens if? What side would you be in? I mean. As long as they, you know, wash the wash the clothes, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll treat them out to anyone. Where like gains consciousness, you know, it's kind of crazy how that. That's the thing where it's like, well, that's the whole debate. Would a robot be separately gaining consciousness, or would you merge the technology with the human so the consciousness is actually from the human being? That's a robot that merged with the. You're just going in circles, dude. A robot, <laughs> you know, so the consciousness is actually human and not and not a separate robot. So it's like that's what I'm telling you. What makes a human still human? the point where you lose you maybe half your brain or you know, the other half or, or you replace your you know parts of your well you got a mechanical you know pacemaker you got a mechanical heart maybe or even a cloned heart you know you consider a the million dollar heart. man is he a man or is he a machine so you, you consider a clone anything that's cloned more lifelike than something that's silicon based you know it's carbon versus silicon oh yeah. moving on <laughs> alright uh, number three this is like a cartoon not a cartoon a comic says, uh, robots were created by his image. And the other robot says, no chance. <laughs> no chance. And he has a, yeah, Christian robot. <laughs> Christian. Christian robot. Here we go. Next one. Ah, all right. See here. 
When you ask your human creators about the meaning of your existence, oh, yeah. and they start quoting Rick and Morty. You know, it says, ha, I know you can't read it. It says, like, haha, you're, you're gonna going get. to die. Yeah. Which <laughs> is true. Because when people start quoting that to an intelligent. I guess i got to start watching Rick and Morty. Oh, you haven't watched Rick and Morty? I've never seen it. No? Seen it. Nope. It's fun. It's a fun show, man. It's really good. Yeah? Yeah, like, it, it has. <laughs> why? Like are, you, like, are you still against it because it's so popular? Or, you know what I mean? Not against everything that's popular. <laughs> so, like, you go against the grain. So you watch, like... Not really. Nah. I don't know. I just... I probably get a show. I, just never, I never, just never watched it. Who knows? It's good, man. I like it. Yeah. I think you'll probably like it, too. But then again, I don't know. <laughs> Movie night. We gotta have one Movie night. I know, dude. Mm-hmm. Once the whole... Or all this shit's TV over. Uh, yeah. Uh, number one. We got number one. I like this one. Uh, this is why it's number one. Uh, what does a robot do at the end of a one-night stand? And it says, uh, he nuts and bolts. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's the best meme that I saw about AI, and I chuckled. Give me a little Yeah. Hey, man, but, uh, see, uh, thanks for, uh, coming on the show, man. It was really fun talking to you, and, uh... You're gonna untie me now? My feet are fucking tied to the chair. No, it's, uh, it's all metaphorical. You were tied by, by imagination. that rope on my ankle in chair and table doesn't seem metaphorical. Oh. Yeah, but that's why, yeah. And like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, if anyone's watching right now, <laughs> I was like, we're at, damn, I brought the address. <laughs> I was like, but, I'm uh, in <laughs> But thanks for Emmanuel and uh, Monique for uh, helping us out, for, you know, for the signing up and all that. And if um, if you guys uh, want to do a podcast or you guys want to do a, uh, like a concert or something for your church, uh, please contact my friend Emmanuel. It's, uh, his um, company is called uh, Livestream My Event. And uh, just send me a message or send him a message. I'll I'll hook you up. Uh, So um, we'll see you next time. We'll see you not this Saturday, but next Saturday. And um, I look forward to that. So until next time, have a nice Saturday.